When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. That it is, hour two of a Take It Down Tuesday show. Mm-hmm. Big thanks to our friends at the mill and uh, in their collaboration with Empyrean Brewing. They stopped by during the happy hour to help us uh Sample their coffee and cream ale. Definitely recommend checking that out, whether it's down at Laszlo's or at uh, any of the mill locations that have their their liquor license available. Highly recommend, Nick and I do. Would pair very nicely, very, very nicely with both a plate from Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. It'll fill you up. The The coffee and cream ale will help it slide right down. Uh, Buffalo Wings and Rings. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott, if you're listening, we didn't get your info. So, if, Scott, if you got hung up on, you were caller number three. Text into the show. We'll get your information down and get you those 30 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings. And of course, it's a it's an all-day type of beer. You can start it early, partially with Heavenly Waffles. Chef Bob will be in the building. Um, eggs a la Golden Rod tomorrow. It sounds incredible. Again, 8 to 11, Heavenly mm-hmm. Waffles will be here at 93.7 to take it. 1040 O Street. If you're not going to be here, then you got to be down at Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul for lunch on 27th and Pine Lake. All right, Tricky, without further ado... We wanted to get into this. I wanted to get into this. The The genesis of this idea came from my family. As soon as the college football playoff uh, selection show was over, all the comments about, oh, Florida State got screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to see Georgia out. But there's no one I can root for in this college football playoff. I got that from my dad and aunt and uncle and even a couple friends down the road as well. I pushed back a little bit. But before I give you my rationale for who I want to win out of this college football playoff, not who I think is going to win, but as a Nebraska fan, who I find the least objectionable, do you have a particular rooting interest in this college football playoff? So the history of, of Stricky, as far <laughs> as that's concerned, um, I'll, I'll give that first so there's a little bit of understanding of my, my mindset and my thinking. Uh, people ask me that all the time. Obviously, I didn't live in a place being a military kid, uh, you know, military sons, father. You know, well, let me. How do I say that? Being the being the son of a military father, we didn't live in places to where I could really root for professional 
teams, mm-hmm. right? Lived in Cali. When I was there, I think I rooted for Oakland at the time when I was living in Cali. But I really didn't have that because then I came to Nebraska and I was just pretty much red. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my process. As I got into the NBA and into professional ranks, uh, I would root for my teams that I played for and the hierarchy of that rooting would depend on where I had the best experience. And then I would go to, uh, if those two teams that I'm rooting for, it would usually be the one that I had the best experience, or then it would be I'm rooting against someone else. Mm. And then it goes to the underdogs because I was an underdog guy. Like, so I'm, I usually, even though I might like a team, I might root for the underdog, the team that, has probably the least opportunity, the least chance. So like when Cincinnati was in, I was rooting for him, mm-hmm. you know, last time. Mm-hmm. So in this specific instance, being that it's Alabama, um, when Auburn played Alabama, obviously I'm rooting for Auburn right. because I was born there. Oh, polite like stand up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but because Alabama's in it and the way that they kind of ran under the radar this year, and I'm from the state, born in the state, mm-hmm. I'll probably still root for them. Um, didn't really ever like Texas. You know, we we played against Texas when I was at Nebraska. Didn't mm-hmm. didn't really I mean, just did, just felt they were smug and felt they was just better than everybody. Then you got the big the the uh, the uh, they get the Longhorn Network. It's just like they they just a bunch of you know privileged kids that I just didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was mm-hmm. like the Dukies. Like I couldn't stand the Dukies <laughs> right back yeah. then. Right. Um, so then you got that. So I'm really not rooting for them. Then we, so one of my close friends that I grew up with played at Washington. And his name was Napoleon Kaufman. He played in the NFL some years. Great running back. Mm. Um, I think they won a national championship in 91. They did. And Beat so, Nebraska in 91. Yeah, yeah, they came actually in Memorial State. Mm-hmm. I was at that game, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think... I like the Pinnock story. Coming from Indiana, a lot of injuries, rebounding, doing well, and leading his team. Those stories are good for me. So I think I'm going to root Alabama, Washington, um, Michigan because of Big Ten affiliation, and then Texas. That's, that's the order of how I would go about it. I like that order. I like a lot of that rationale. I'm going to go through one, two, three, four in terms of the seed that these teams got and give the reasons for and against. Starting with Michigan, I am not a conference rooter. I respect people who do it. I understand where it comes from. I don't do it. If they're mm-hmm. in Nebraska's conference and they've beat Nebraska, they've played Nebraska, I want them to lose. I hold that against Michigan. I don't care if it looks better for the Big Ten, yada, yada. No, I, I'm I'm not on board with that. I won't do that myself. Uh-huh. Michigan claims the fraudulent 1997 national championship. Um, I still think we would have beat the brakes off. Of oh, them. yeah. Everyone knows mm-hmm. Nebraska would have beat the brakes off of them. So because Michigan still claims that, that's a knock against them. The cheating this year, obviously, we know everything that's gone down with that. Can't root for that. Spygate. Um, Desmond Howard, his comments about Nebraska back, back in COVID, kick them out if they don't want to be here. They want to go somewhere else, let them go somewhere else, all that. That gets held against them. And then Michigan's the winningest team of all time, right? They, they just passed 1,000 wins. First college football program to do that. Maybe some of them get vacated. Eventually, some of them don't. 
there's a lot of reasons for Husker fans to root against Michigan and not like them. Then I moved to Washington. They beat Nebraska in 91-92. They beat Nebraska in that Holiday Bowl after the 2010 season. Now, Nebraska did win those two uh, regular season games, the one in Lincoln and the one up in Seattle. Nebraska won those pretty convincingly. Taylor Martinez had some big games in those. Um, And Washington is coming into the conference. Washington is my pick. I am pulling for Washington. They have the longest odds, according to Vegas, in this. They're matched up with one of the hotter teams in football in Texas. But both Michigan and Bama have the highest odds. You know, it's Michigan, then Alabama. Then it's Texas, and way down there is Washington. Have some family that lived up in Seattle for a long time that are Husker fans, but, you know, still pull for Washington because they lived up there, got to know a lot of Huskies fans. I'm pulling for Washington. The Pennix story is great. The offense is great. Kalen DeBoer is a Midwest guy. Great coach who's branching out. Um, if you're a Husker fan and you want to hate Washington, it's probably because they're coming into the conference and they beat us in 91-92. But there's not a lot there. I posted a poll on Twitter, and the two teams that Husker fans hated the most strict are teams three and four in this year's college football playoff. <laughs> the runaway winner with over half of the votes, was Texas. And I think that makes a lot of sense. I I figured that was going to be the case going into this. Um, This Twitter poll confirmed what I thought was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of reasons. The first reason is Texas decided it ran the Big 12. You know, it, it threw its money around when it got in the Big 12, when the Big 8 schools were honestly generous and kind enough to give Texas a Baylor, uh, A&M, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tech, a home, right? Okay. When the old Southwest Conference dissolved, um, some schools went to the SEC, some floated off West. Those four Texas schools then joined the Big 8, which there's a lot of money down there. There's some solid football being played. You can understand the move from a Big 12 perspective. Yeah. But instead of, you know, Texas especially being the driver of that, saying, hey, thanks for, for throwing us a lifeline. We really appreciate it. They threw their weight around. They threw their money around. Acted like they ran a conference that they didn't belong to. Okay. You know, they've been kind of vagabonds in college football, moved conferences somewhat consistently, never had a great home. And we see them doing that again, jumping from the Big 12 that they were running right. to the SEC. Yeah. Small diatribe here. This is where I do think Nebraska fans need to accept that Nebraska's in the Big 10 now, right? It, it's done. It's over with. It happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Retrospectively, I wonder if Nebraska leadership wouldn't have been better served by waiting Texas out. They jump around. It's what Texas has done. Yeah. Texas was always going to leave the Big 12, even if it didn't seem like it at the time. I get Nebraska going for the paycheck, wanting to get out of Texas's shadow, just being fed up with how that conference was being run. But I almost wonder if, in retrospect, Nebraska would have been better served with some patience to write it out and say, yeah, Texas is probably leaving in the next 15, 20 years anyways. It's going to suck for now, but... We can deal with it. This is still our conference. We ran this for the last 30, 35 years. Anyways, that's just a small aside on that. More reasons to hate Texas. The 2000 and <laughs> te- 2009 Big 12 Championship game. Oh, yeah. Mac Brown yeah, that was paid stolen. the refs off. Yeah, I felt that was Gave that, that second uh, back on the clock. The 1996 Big 12 Championship game. Nebraska had already lost to Arizona State earlier that year. Mm-hmm. Then you go to St. Louis and you lose to Texas in that game by 10 points. Can't forgive Texas for that. Not not a great game played by Nebraska. And Texas has really dominated the series. I think Nebraska is 4-10 all-time against Texas. But the games have been surprisingly close. Only one or two blowouts in there. Yeah. So despite the money, despite the resources, despite the attitude, 
Nebraska's been surprisingly close in a lot of these games with Texas, which makes it more frustrating, Strick, yeah. that Texas always seems to find a way to pull it out of where the sun don't shine. Yeah, I mean, I see the logic. I see the understanding by it. And um, I'm sticking to my guns, and that's the way it's going to be. How do you feel? 402-464-5685. We sure would love to hear from you guys as far as how your thoughts in this whole process of the the college football playoff. Um, We have to get to Bama. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got one more. But I do have to address Hayden on the text line. Um, No, Hayden, I didn't say Nebraska should still be in the Big 12. I'm not anti-Big 10. I don't hate that Nebraska made that move. I don't think Nebraska has adapted the way it's needed to. I don't know if Nebraska was fully prepared for that jump. Nebraska's fine in the Big Ten. Nebraska can be fine in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. I think a Big 12 with Nebraska right now looks a lot different than the Big 12 we're seeing. I think Nebraska could have been a pillar of stability and stayed on top in, in a couple more sports. Maybe if Nebraska had stayed in the Big 12. I get the reason I don't hate Nebraska jumping for the Big Ten. It's just a fine, a fun sort of hypothetical to play to maybe have some more of that long-term vision. Hey, can we you know, maintain more control of a conference that we're a big, loud voice in mm-hmm. instead of going to be the new kid on the block? Too late now. I get it. Nebraska's in the Big Ten. We're, we're dealing with that. That's what it is. Just would have been a fun hypothetical to play. All right, Alabama. Why to hate Alabama as a Nebraska fan? Well, they're the recent power. They've won everything. You know, best dynasty of the 2000s, kind of supplanted Nebraska in some of those greatest of all time conversations as teams, but also Saban versus Osborne, right? If you're a Nebraska fan, you are rooting so hard against Nick Saban. You absolutely are. I Mm -hmm. mean, a lot of people are going to say he's the best coach of all time. If you're a Nebraska fan, you want that to still be Tom Osborne and him to be in that conversation. You want Saban to lose. He backdoored his way into this. He didn't deserve it. He got lucky. ESPN, you know, SEC college football playoff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, bias, whatever, mm-hmm, got mm-hmm. him in. That's what you're claiming. Um, Alabama's the new you know, NFL draft factory. Think about how many dudes Nebraska got drafted. Alabama's kind of filled that void yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and for our, our older audience might remember Alabama beating Nebraska in 1966 and 1967 in what were essentially national championship games. Alabama denied Nebraska a couple national championships under Bear Bryant. Nebraska was there before mm-hmm. 71-72. It was Alabama that beat them. So there's that. We also have two other teams I want to mention really quickly. Don't feel bad for Georgia. They've been on top for so long. Nebraska fans should be absolutely giddy that the Bulldogs can't get three in a row, right? Yeah. And supplant the mid-90s Nebraska run in that way. I don't think there's a whole lot to hate about Georgia. Nebraska split a bowl series with them. They played them in bowl games in back-to-back years. Um, 
or in you know short time span, Nebraska played Georgia, beat him once, lost to him once. Kirby Smart, you know, was the under bulldog who finally beat Saban. I, I'm just, I think Nebraska fans are glad that Georgia can't get three in a row. But then, Strick, we get to Florida State, the first team <laughs> out of the playoff. Oh, I think a lot of shoot. college football fans are feeling bad for Florida State. I don't think Nebraska fans, unless they are true, genuine empaths, I'm still going to remember. Feel bad. No. And why? Why shouldn't I, Nebraska fans I, feel bad? Because. Bobby Bowden's first was not a that they did not win that game. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you call the field goal that the phantom the phantom block on the punt return was crazy. The the not catch like if they <laughs> if they have I think if they have um, as crazy as it sounds they may they may have still let it go if they would have had replay mm-hmm. back then and. Um, yeah, so there was a couple of things that really cost Nebraska that game. They 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 beat them, and you know we're still there. And, mm-hmm. and a field goal, you know, still could have got it done. But you know, hey, it is what it is. The the missed field goal, the Nebraska had a chance to get it done. The fumble at the goal line, the non catch, the phantom block in the back call, yeah. on the punt return. Yeah, it all adds up. I think even Bowden versus Osborne, right? I mean, Miami did some good stuff in the 80s, but then it was really Florida State versus Nebraska in the 90s. The two powers in different parts of the country. Um, Someone on the text line said, karmic justice finally came through 30 years later. And I think that's a a good way to, (laughs) to do that. And here's another thing that I think would fly under the radar. Obviously, Nebraska fans hate Colorado. They're not a part of this discussion because they're not in the college football playoff. But if you want to hate on Florida State, hate on him for Dion going there. You can double hate, right? You can double dip there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that could be the case. But I, I mean, it's like the sky's falling on on poor Dion right now, and um, I don't I don't know if I want to continue to pound on. <laughs> we don't have to at this particular point. Yeah, I mean, you've you've lost recruits. I mean, everybody does though these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the season got off to a tremendous start, and you what? You only win one more game after that, which mm-hmm. is tough. Then you lose your fiance. Tough. You know, it's, it's all kinds of stuff being pounded and compounded on him right now. The question would be though, in this specific instance, is how is he going to rebound? Right. I mean, that's another show mm-hmm. because. Is was is he built for Division One football? Maybe they're I mean, hemorrhaging recruits right now. Y- which, y- so so here's why I say that, and I'm and, and I'm not going to get into it, but I it, it we'll save it for spark. later in the week. Mm-hmm. But my thought on that is this: it reminds me a lot of Shaka Smart. Mm. There are certain places that certain people thrive. Um. You know, like there are certain coaches that have that rebound in them. You obviously got Saban is one of them. Um, You know, there are certain guys that when this hits the way that it's hitting, that they get stronger. So we talked about that earlier Mm -hmm. with uh, New York Jets. Wilson. Wilson. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there, there, there are times in your lives when certain things hit you, you know, how do you respond to it? And so th- this this is going to be a, 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 a you know a gut check you know for for him and you know where he goes from here and look don't get it twisted there's going to be some expectations on rule next year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean real you, you legit can get some, some legit mm-hmm. 
you miss this next one, they're not going to call for your head because you're you're blessed to get eight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You right. got you got eight. <laughs> so I, I don't think we're in a we're we're not in a Texas A&M position. No, you know you can't lose seventeen and then what? What do you get? Eighty something? It's just too much. It's way too much. <laughs> Far too much. You, you you can't miss twice. So as much as the program itself can't miss uh, on this specific instance, the doggone uh, uh, Coach Rule and the staff can't miss. They can't miss on this next one. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a good quarterback, someone that fits the bill, someone that can get the job done. You've got to you've got to be able to retain and develop. You got to be able to tell you this next year should be a sign of everything that you told us in your press conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, it should be. That's definitely a topic to to broach later in the week. Let's flip it back to the playoff really quick. A couple of just odds and ends to tie up here. Um, 89-83 on the starter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. Why is nobody talking about Ohio State deserving to be in the playoff? Huh? Their only loss was to number one Michigan. Huh? We've, done, we've, seen that, we've seen that picture before. In the same light, now, if you're going to say that Ohio State is more deserving than Georgia, miss me with that one. There's no way. Miss me with that one. You haven't been able to beat Michigan in the mm-hmm. same light that Michigan has not, for some time, wasn't able to get it done against you at this point. No, I do not like two Big Tech 10 teams getting in again and coming up short again. Um, my, in, my thing is matchups mean a lot. Michigan is sick to their stomach right now. That mm-hmm. Georgia loss, mm-hmm. sick, because they. Sh- I guarantee you, they would have much rather played Washington, Washington. <laughs> than Alabama. This, this say <laughs> what? It, listen. So no, miss me with Ohio State. Miss me, miss me with that one. No sir. I'm Ohio State didn't play in a conference championship game, and like you said, lost its only competition. Georgia at least got to the conference championship game. Right. Didn't play the best schedule, but got to the conference championship game. And the only, I think the only time a committee's put a non-conference champion in was one of Alabama's. And they backdoor their way into that, that four spot, and they end up winning the national title that way. Um, Ohio State was never going to get in. I can debate Ohio State and Georgia here and there, but I still think Georgia making it to the conference championship game has to hold some weight. And they lost to a team that was, yes, lower ranked than Michigan was, right? Michigan's ranked higher than Alabama coming in. Maybe you can say that Ohio State deserved to move up to number five just based on where they started the rankings. I mean, don't forget, Ohio State started number one. Mm-hmm. But most of that has to to do with the you know behind-the-scenes analytics and numbers as it does the actual play on the field. Because 89-83, I disagree. I don't think Ohio State does have as good an argument as Bama and Georgia. Not one of those three teams was up to their usual vintage of what we Mm-mm. think about. You know, yeah. domination, clear best team in the country. All three of them were very good. Alabama has a conference championship win to hold over Ohio State. And their Georgia only loss has an was appearance early. to a college football playoff contender Tender. who made it in. So I, yeah, I, I strongly no. disagree that yeah. they have as good an argument. I don't think they do. Let's wrap this segment up with this, Strick. So Heather Dinich of ESPN wrote an article about everything that went into Florida State getting left out of the playoff. Um, and one of her sources obviously remained anonymous. I recommend you check out the article here after uh, sometime tonight, right? Read it over dinner or when you wake up in the morning. But one of the sources said this to Heather Dinich. All of us had the emotional tie. Like 
holy crap, this is really going to suck to do this, meaning leaving Florida State out. We talked about that over and over, and we just kept coming back to, here's the money quote, are they good enough with what they have to win a national championship? And it just kept coming back to, we didn't think they could. Oh, wow. It literally came down to Jordan Travis being out. Being out. Yeah. The committee is telling you that. And that's part of their bylaw. That, that is something that's in their bylaw is significant missing of integral pieces to the team. Mm-hmm. So, again, I think that whole dynamic could have changed had they dominated Louisville mm-hmm. in that game. Like, regardless of Travis, if they just, mm-hmm. it was a total domination in that game, but the offense didn't show they could do it. And I'm telling you, they didn't. Boy, I tell you what, though, Michigan was hoping. Boy, they was like, please let them come because we got everything we want for them. Mm-hmm. But boy, oh boy, they hated when that skip that skip to Malou happened with Alabama. <laughs> Alabama, mm-hmm. they candy land hopped into that joint. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I'm telling you, man, it was hilarious. I was like, yes, yes. They sure did. Some other just notes from that article. Um, There wasn't any serious consideration to including Alabama without Texas. So Texas was ahead of Alabama the whole time. So once Mm -hmm. Texas, or if Alabama was going to be in and the SEC wasn't going to leave out the SEC champion, once Bama was in, Texas basically had to be in. There also wasn't enough support across the 13-member committee to say Georgia was unequivocally one of the four best teams in the country. So sounds like Georgia was out as soon as they lost to Alabama, which coupled with Texas's big win and Florida State's close win on top of the loss of Jordan Travis, Mm -hmm. that is what the committee is saying pushed Florida State from in the playoff to first one out of the playoff. There it is. There it is. That simple. It's just that simple. Not much to add to that. (laughs) It's complicated, but it's simple. You know, so again... If you're an empath or you're a good person, maybe you can feel bad for Florida State. But as we just spent all segment going through, if you're a Husker fan, you're probably thinking, hey, karma comes back and bites you eventually. So good stuff on the college football playoff. Let's turn it back home here to Nebraska. Some more potential transfer portal targets for Nebraska being leaked, being named. The Huskers have been around the block to to make some visits, been around the country on that jet strike he mentioned. We'll talk about a couple of those targets for Husker football when we get back. This is Brian at Midwest Bank, and we've been proudly serving clients in the Lincoln community since 2008, and we're excited to open a second location in January 2024 at 70th and Pioneers Boulevard. Our new branch will provide all the convenient services you're looking for in a bank, along with the friendly staff we're known for. Whether you're starting a business or expanding your business, our team is here for you. Your community, your bank, Midwest Bank. Find out more at MidwestBank.com, member FDIC. Are you working in or looking to get into the electrical construction industry? The electrical workers of Local Union 265 are now hiring licensed journeymen and apprentices and are offering great pay and benefits. Call Mike at 402-875-1034 to apply. Start your electrical career today. We're bringing heaven to Lincoln with a waffle unlike anything you've ever experienced. Heavenly Waffles combines an incredibly fluffy recipe packed with protein and a medley of angelic toppings. To elevate the experience beyond your typical waffle and syrup, take the opportunity to try out this divine creation and pair it with a coffee from the mill as we celebrate Heavenly Waffles Wednesday from 8 to 11 a.m. at the 93.7 The Ticket Studio. 
Enjoy some heavenly waffles this December 6th at the 93.7 Ticket Studio at 1040 Street. Parking available along 11th Street or in nearby garages. Rashawn Jackson here for Bauer Infrastructure, a veteran-owned local company. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.